You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Say what you are to anyone And you will fail your wake yeah. Where would you go to lose all your angles? How would you make it complete? Dylan Peterson for Chirp Radio with Dylan Baldi of Cloud Nothings, about to play a show at Talia Hall. How are you, sir? Doing good. Yeah, it's rare to meet another Dylan, so it's exciting. This was my first note, so <laughs> I've never, <laughs> I've actually never interviewed another Dylan before in my life, so uh, this, is, this is very special for me. Were you um, uh, also named after the uh, Nobel Prize winner? Uh, Mr. Bob? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Bob Dylan. My parents are big fans. Yeah. You were too? I was, yeah. My dad is his, his idol for sure. So, because you have the proper spelling and yeah. Yeah, it is the right spelling. Yeah. Other Dylans look weird. Yeah. Not like face, but the spelling. Right. Yeah. They're, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're named after Matt Dylan or something, I think. Yeah. And who, who wants that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Your parents, and I've been, you know, listening to other interviews of you've done recently, and it, and I, I follow you on Twitter a little bit, and uh, it sounds like, I don't know, your your parents seem like they must have been supportive of your uh, rock and roll lifestyle early on. Kind of, yeah. It wasn't very like direct, um, but they just always listened to music, and music was always around, um, and it was just a, like kind of a natural thing for me to be like, oh, I want to play piano or something. They like made me take piano lessons, I think. That was the first thing, and I took it with this old lady who had like a tiny Yorkie dog, and the Yorkie would bite me, and the old lady was like just a <laughs> bad person, um, but I stuck with it, <laughs> and yeah, it started off okay. Yeah. Oh, man. But that didn't turn you off to, to dogs, though. Uh, no, I love dogs. I just got my parents a new dog for Christmas. That was the Christmas gift. Yeah. What kind of dog? Um, a chocolate lab, because we had a yellow lab that passed away uh, not Sorry. too long ago. Yeah, it was a bummer. Uh, but my mom was really sad and like lonely all day while my dad was like, he's a substitute teacher now after he retired. This is my parents' life interview. This is cool. Um, <laughs> this is how it starts. Yeah. Um, but anyway, got a dog. Yeah, they named it Sheena after the Ramones. Like, Sheena is a punk rocker song. Rock and roll. See, these are, you have rock and roll parents. But no, this is really cool because, well, I mean, Cloud Nothings has, you know, you're, you're a punk band, um, a rock and roll band. But um, I don't know, historically, punk is, you know, associated with rebellion. Um, but if your parents kind of encourage that, I don't know, is there any sort of cognitive dissonance at all in regards to that? Uh, not really, because the stuff that we take from, I guess, punk uh, music isn't like the necessarily the rebellion aspect. It's more just like the energy. Yeah, that's what I like about it, and always have. So we just kind of take that energy and apply it to more songy formats. <laughs> yeah.
guys, well, Cloud Nothing's participated along with a lot of bands in Bandcamp's recent 24-hour donation day uh, for the ACLU, um, which I had a lot of fun buying a lot of albums for. And uh, I don't know, just how rad is that? Uh, It's great. Yeah, it's good when you can have something you made be a part of a good cause beyond just like someone hearing your music and being like, oh, that's cool. You know, there's some greater purpose to it, I guess, at least for that day there was, you know. Um, And actually starting tomorrow, we're even doing a little thing we're having at the merch table, something where you can donate to Amnesty International because tomorrow's our first show in Milwaukee and uh, Wisconsin's a big state for like, you should call your senator, tell him to uh, do a little work. (laughs) Yeah, so it's, I don't know. We try to do stuff where we can. Yeah. And see, <laughs> yeah, well, low key ways, but I don't know. As a guy in a band who has some influence, um, you know, this year, I don't know, hashtag resist is, is like for real. Um, and I don't know, I, I feel like it's all still fresh and like the wound is still like out there and open and it still hurts. And, um, and I don't know, I don't know. A lot of people are wondering, okay, how do we do this now? What, what's next? Um, it's all I've been able to think about <laughs> this this whole year. But um, yeah, as as a guy who's an artist, um, how are you doing it? As a guy who's an artist, it's a lot easier um, than for anyone who's not a guy who's an artist. <laughs> so I'm kind of just uh, I don't know doing what I can to help people in more precarious positions <laughs> than myself. Um, and my girlfriend's actually really outspoken about this too. She plays in a band called Speedy Ortiz, um, and is like very much focused on and just any kind of human rights issue <laughs> like within music and beyond yeah so I kind of just glom onto what she does <laughs> a lot of the time and just copy her so yeah she's a pretty big influence in that regard yeah just trying to help in any way you can is kind of the important thing right now I think yeah awesome that's that's Sadie right that's Sadie <laughs> yeah that's who I saw here at this very venue oh. this storied hall yeah <laughs> Tally Hall Tally Hall is a cool venue man it's actually and it's pretty large too so this, this is probably the largest chicago venue cloud nothings has played right i think so yeah because we did the metro but it was part of like a festival i feel like that doesn't count and maybe that's actually smaller even i'm not sure but yeah this place is big and like beautiful and insane yeah has has the whole tour been like this yeah playing big rooms and is that like i don't know is that jarring at all or like i don't know because you guys you guys are like kind of more of a band camp band coming up right and yeah. playing smaller shows and now is this like a, a shock at all um, it's been a weird, like, slow progression from playing to nobody to doing a place like this, especially in big cities. We're playing bigger venues this time around. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we toured for three years, and no one came to any of our shows, you know. And then, like, put out a record in 2012 that people actually liked. And from there, it's been kind of a climb, like, every time we tour. And we tour a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that helps a little bit, too. But, yeah, it's very surreal to be at a big place like this and sell it out and have people come see. It doesn't make any sense but <laughs> I'm okay with it. It does. Yeah. You're a good band. It makes sense. But is it, is it, yeah, yeah. Is it, um, I don't know. Is it still the same energy though? Are you like, there's more, is there just more of that same energy that you had when you were playing smaller venues or what's different? Kind of. Yeah. Well, um, when there's more people, usually they go crazier too. So you're just like, whoa, like that person's doing something. I never thought I'd see like a human being do. I guess I'll play better for them yeah <laughs> like, like what what are they doing Dude, i swear we saw somebody levitate <laughs> at a show in london like a person was just floating above the audience i don't know how it happened i don't know like what they were actually doing but i swear to god he was just floating yeah and when you see that 
it's like, well, that's inspiring. Yeah, yeah. We got to play better. Yeah, like this person's floating. Okay, so but actually though, <laughs> so so is this like was a magician just in the crowd or what? Dude, I don't know. That was like a haunted show because um, at the same show, our drummer's kick drum just sort of like it exploded and we saw something just like run out of it. <laughs> Like this, this is all true. We were like stone sober, I feel like, and just like everything was just freaking us out. Like kick drum exploded, something ran out of it across the stage. Someone floated. Like yeah, like something like an animal, like a rat or a dog or I don't like something legged. Yeah, <laughs> it, it totally ran for it. Yeah, freaked me out. What was this venue? I want to go there. Oh, what was it? It was called uh, Scala, I think. Yeah, Scala in London. Yeah, if you ever go to London. Check out Scala to see if it, something weird happens to you. <laughs> and we're in Chicago now. Uh, I've heard this place is haunted, too. We'll see what happens today. Um, so, so just be sensitive to the spirits. I've, I've just heard things. But um, I, I've just, just yeah, like, like, like corners where someone's there, and then you turn back and no one's there. But, but who was just standing there, that kind of stuff. So you're into ghost stories, though? Yeah, dude. Yeah, our drummer bought a house in Cleveland not too long ago, and the basement's haunted, supposedly, by five people who play poker and one who does the laundry. Um, <laughs> like a laundry ghost, yeah, which is chill. Well, that's, that's convenient, the, the white sheet, yeah? Oh, exactly. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like a clean ghost. Yeah, um, but no, this, uh, he thinks he saw something the other day, basically. Like he was down there super late at night, like playing synth or something, and like swears there was someone behind him. Yeah. I don't know. Seems true. What's your favorite part of this city? I don't. I like to ask all the bands that are coming through town, see if they have any fun memories about Chicago, because I love it here and everyone does. So, what do you like about this city? I like so much stuff about it. Um, I always try to hit up Quimby's, that bookstore, while I'm here, and they just opened like a New York one, which I'm kind of bummed about, because I liked that it was just Chicago. Like I thought that was cool. Um, but oh well. But I like that place. I don't know. We made a record here in like 2012. We made Attack on Memory here, and that was cool. Um, and our friend that we stayed with, his house flooded during it. So we spent all night one night uh, just like digging, like, or digging, I guess. I don't know. Just taking buckets of water up from the basement of this place and like tossing them outside for just hours and hours and didn't sleep. And I remember thinking if the record like didn't do well, I would just quit because <laughs> that was like the worst night of my life. Um, but. That has nothing to do with Chicago, really, does it? I guess. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good record stores, a lot of good food, good books. Yeah. Quimby's, too, yeah. Are you into zines? I am into zines. Yeah, I love zines. <laughs> I'm working on my first zine right now with, with, with my girlfriend, Rose. We're, we're going we're gonna to do it. And, and that's the thing. Quimby's, if you have a, a zine, you just you bring it over, yeah, they just, and they do it. Yep. Yeah, the last good one I got there was called Cum Lung, which was this dude who got sent from the future where there was no more cum. He got sent to the past to like fill his fake lungs with like other, he just gives blowjobs to people and has to like fill his fake lungs with their cum and find a way to get back to the future <laughs> and like spread his seed. Yeah, it's really insane.
I didn't realize this until I, I listened to Life Without Sound, but I was like, wow, some of this stuff sounds like Branson to me. Um, do you know who that band is? I don't actually know. Who's that? They're another band. They were like an emo band, like early aughts, but they're from Cleveland. And so definitely check out Branson. <laughs> you kind of sound like him. Uh, maybe there's something in the water there, though. I don't know. Uh, it, yeah, is there like a Cleveland vibe to Cloud Nothings at all? I'm not sure. The stuff I associate with Cleveland is a lot more like brutal, like weird, hardcore. And like just like the whole history of like weird punk music in Cleveland, like Electric Eels, like was one of the first like weird Cleveland bands, Ubu, uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's like that's weird, like artsy music. And that's what I think of when I think of Cleveland. I feel like we're like an outlier, kind of. But if there's another, you have clued me into some sort of secret past. Yeah, yeah so. And I, and I didn't even know they were from Cleveland until I like listened to Dial In Sounds was the album I checked out. And, and then sure enough, like on their band camp, it was like, oh, wow. Okay, so maybe Dylan is like cousins with someone or something, but no. I don't think so. No, my one cousin was in like a really bad emo band. And I went and saw him play at this terrible club like a juggalo club um no and i it was yeah it was not good not like a formative experience for me just a bad band that i saw when i was a kid yeah <laughs> an emo band that played at a juggalo club i don't know just unpack that um well it wasn't strictly a juggalo club it was like that and like bad metal and it was like a battle of the bands kind of night yeah so this was like high school bands coming together competing for the title of best band I don't know. I ended up being in it later, like later on in life <laughs> with my high school band called Ponyta. Yeah, like the Pokemon. Um, and we didn't win. Yeah, like very much lost. Yeah. <laughs> well, your guys' record is just the, already a highlight of 2017 for me. Life Without Sound. Cloud Nothings, great band. Dylan, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. Have fun tonight, okay? Cool. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Dylan Peterson for Chirp Radio. You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.